Greetings and a warm welcome to today's episode of the Word Breakdown Podcast. It's your host once again, Alexander Quenu, and I'm excited to be here once again to share with you the Word of the Lord. If today is your first time listening to the Word Breakdown Podcast, God bless you for tuning in. God bless you for clicking on the link to listen to the Word of the Lord. If you are already a listener of the Word Breakdown Podcast, God bless you once again for listening to this podcast once again. And I would urge all of you to share the link to your family, to your friends, to um, your colleagues at work, to um, strangers you meet on the street. Make sure that you share the word of the Lord and then help somebody to also listen to the word of the Lord. Help somebody to get their faith grounded in the things of God. And God will bless you for your kind works. Today, I'm here once again to share um, on a subject or on a topic not directly about what we have been talking about in the past few weeks but i'll touch a little bit on um, character since um, we still had a lot to talk about we had a lot to discuss but we didn't have enough time to um, i mean give or give out all the information so today um, i'll just pick one of the fruits of the spirit which it's the greatest amongst all the fruits that we could ever bear in this life and that is love so i'll dwell a little bit on love which is a fruit of the spirit and um, also how that is going to affect our character or how that should affect our character as children of god Before we delve into the word of the Lord, let's enter into a moment of prayer. Father, we thank you. We glorify your name. For all the things that you are doing in our lives, we acknowledge and we thank you. We are grateful and we will never forget what you have done. We thank you for the presence of your spirit. We thank you for your protection in our going out and in our coming in even as your word is coming even as i'm about to speak your word i pray that you strengthen me and the word that comes let it fall on fertile grounds let your word be made manifest in the lives of the listeners in the life of anybody who is listening to this podcast in the name of jesus that i have prayed amen so in the past few weeks we have been talking about character and we have been uh, we have been talking about how to cultivate the fruits of the spirit through character and also overcoming temptation through character there is one thing that i would like to one or two things i would like to add to what we have already been discussing in as much as character is a huge topic i'll try as much as possible to come back to it although we have dealt a little bit or we have spoken 
a little bit on character but i'll try my best to come back to character and then go deeper into it oftentimes there are things that happen in our lives and it's not only about how or what we go through in life but the most important thing that we need to address is how to respond to such things and for an example we decide or not whether diseases or sicknesses or temptations will overcome us or not you can decide whether you accept a criticism or not you can decide whether you accept an insult or not and it's all dependent on the character that we have it's all dependent on the personality that we have so when an issue arises when you find yourself in an entanglement when you find yourself in a problem between you and then either a group of people or even just an individual and then you begin to hear certain utterances from that person or from that group of people it is how you respond to these utterances that is how come you are made that is how come you overcome so when an issue arises you hear an utterance if it's an insult your character needs to be so strong that when this thing comes into into your life when this thing comes into your life you must be able to know how to respond to such a thing in you responding back and you giving or reciprocating the same energy that is how come you allow things to creep into your life or things to creep into your heart but as a child of god with a good character a godly character most of the time when some of these things come your demeanor or how you respond to these things will determine whether the things that you study in the bible the things that you hear from god the things that you see in your dreams and all that that is like your practice arena so this is just like an admonishment to any of us listening to this podcast when an issue arises always remember how you respond to that matter really really counts and how you respond is very important because it will either make you better than the situation or it makes you come under the situation so it's either you become superior to that situation or you become inferior to that situation there is something that i want us to look at in the bible going to our main topic 
and this was a conversation that happened between jesus and then the pharisees and in my previous episodes i explained or i spoke about pharisees and who they are so we know that um, pharisees are like they believe in the things of god but the traditional way like they believe in the law and then some of the things that um, the law said in the law i mean the law of moses and then the ten commandments the laws that were given to moses by god they believed in that so much that they didn't take heed to the grace or to the presence of jesus on the earth and who he was so in the book of matthew chapter 22 verse 34 down to 40 the bible says that but when the pharisees heard that he had put the sadducees to silence they were guarded together then one of them which was a lawyer asked him a question tempting him and saying master which is the great commandment in the law jesus said unto him thou shalt love the lord thy god with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind this is the first and great commandment and the second is like unto it thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself on these two commandments hung all the law and the prophets so as we have read from scripture the pharisees trying to tempt jesus trying to see if he really understands i mean does this man really understand what he's saying does he really understand the things that he's doing does he know what is written in the law and the prophets so they sought to tempt him and in doing so they asked him a question and (laughs) in our last episode where we spoke about overcoming temptation through our character we realize that temptation comes in different forms and as human beings we have always been tempted one way or the other the bible is making us see and understand a different form of temptation which is not through actions which is not through any other thing but through speech through a question so the next time when you are having an interaction with someone when you are having a conversation with someone you just have to be on guard you just have to be sensitive enough and discerning enough to know if this question that is coming to me is a temptation or it is not so the bible makes us understand that 
the Pharisee, which was a lawyer or who was a lawyer, he asked Jesus a question. And in doing so, the idea behind that was to tempt him. And he said, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? So he went on to address him as master. He went on to address him as the boss. He went on to address him as a higher authority, saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And he goes on to tell him the second commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So looking at these two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your might. With all your heart with all your soul and he is making us understand that with everything that we have absolutely everything that we have we love the lord with it and i'll take just one aspect the first side which is love the lord your god with all thy heart with all thy heart with all thy heart and he's saying that the second is like unto the first that you will love your neighbor as yourself and the question that many ask is that if you are asking me to love god with all my heart with all my soul and with all my mind then what Adam heart or soul or mind will I have to love my neighbor as myself or to love my wife as myself or to love my colleague as myself because he's saying with all my heart with all my soul and with all my mind not even a fraction of but with all of it and you need to understand that when the bible says that with all and we love with all and the bible goes on to say that we should love our neighbor as ourselves it means that as we are loving the lord with all our heart with all our soul and with all our mind we go on to use that same template of love where we have if you have been able to love the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, then transcending it into loving your neighbor with all that heart, with all that mind, and with all that soul shouldn't be a difficult thing to do. So he's teaching us that in order for you to love your neighbor as yourself you need to first be able to love God with everything that you have and in doing so in loving yourself 
or in loving your neighbor it becomes an easy task for you to do or for you to be able to do but on the issue of love there is one thing that i want us to understand on the issue of love we will go deep into it and then we would get to understand what love is and then some of the characteristics of love but one thing that i want us to understand is that in first corinthians chapter 13 in first corinthians chapter 13 the bible says in verse 13 that there is faith and there is hope and there is love and in all these three the greatest of them is love and we understood from galatians chapter 5 verse 22 that the fruit of the spirit is love peace joy long suffering and so on and so forth but there is one thing that i want us to understand even as we read galatians chapter 5 verse 22 if you have if you have your bible with you and you turn to galatians chapter 5 verse 22 you see the order the order how the bible puts the fruits of the spirit and one thing that i've come to realize and one thing i've come to understand is that anything that we see in the bible we need to take it seriously even if it's a punctuation and even the order of things in the bible so in galatians chapter 5 verse 22 the bible says that but the fruit of the spirit is love it didn't say but the fruit of the spirit is patience and peace and joy and love but the fruit of the spirit is love so when paul was addressing the church in corinth and he was saying that there abide faith and joy and peace and love but love is the greatest of these three when he was addressing them he made them understand that the greatest of all these that you could have is love if you want to pursue anything in life pursue love first and in galatians chapter 5 verse 22 where the bible says that but the fruit of the spirit is love that was that was the first fruit that was addressed in the bible and when the foundations of the earth was built it was built on love everything that happened everything that god did every structure every process that god put in place was as a result of the love that he had for us for the love that he had for the world so there is this popular scripture that we always quote in john chapter 3 verse 16 where the bible says that for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life 
we have dealt with this scripture before if you have not listened to jesus our salvation please go and listen to jesus our salvation and god will bless you so the bible says in john chapter 3 verse 16 for god for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so the condition of giving his begotten son to the world was love and the whole foundation of the death of jesus christ was on love so now we know the role that love plays on the side or on the part of god when he was giving out his son and i think if god didn't love the world so much he wouldn't have given himself he wouldn't have died for us and it is it is as it is at the point of love that we do things for people it is at the point of love that god died and took on the sin of all flesh and of the world upon himself to die a shameful death for us to live so when somebody falls in love when somebody is in love in marriage the person can do anything for his or her partner for the husband for the wife and we know that there are different types of love i wouldn't go there but love on its own is a personality that we need to embrace in our lives is a personality that we should yearn for it is a personality that we should always allow in our lives and imagine the sin that we all have committed the sin that our fathers committed the sin that even some commit till date but jesus the son the begotten son he was given to the world to die because of the love that he has for the world and at the end of it all his death and his resurrection him being given to the world as a result of love brought out life for us and the life that we believed and the life that we received gave us eternal life life everlasting and that life everlasting has given us the strength and the power not to perish but to live and live forever so when we look at first corinthians chapter 13 first corinthians chapter 13 verse number one downwards the bible says that though i speak with the tongues of men and of angels but have not love 
I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mystery and all knowledge, and though I have faith so that I could move or remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. So what Paul was trying to help them understand is that you can speak in the tongues of men and in the tongues of angels. You can prophesy and you can have that gift of prophecy. You can understand all kind of mystery and knowledge. You can have the faith to move mountains and to remove them and place them in a different location. You can do all that you can with the gift that you have, with the strength that you have, with the understanding that you have. But if you do not have love, you are nothing. And he goes on to say in verse 3, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. I love the words that he used here. He's saying, that is why we need to descend to know and to understand what is behind what we do or what is behind what people do so he says that and though i bestow all my goods to feed the poor i bestow all my goods to feed the poor and though i give my body to be burned but have not love it profits me nothing and today we have seen how people express in quote love we have seen how people express their love to other people and paul is saying that in as much as you see people giving out all their goods and feeding the poor and giving themselves to be burned or to be killed there can be a motive behind it which is not love and when that thing goes on when it happens whoever that is sacrificing himself or sacrificing what he or she possesses he will profit nothing so in one way love profits us and in the other way when we do all these things without love, we will profit nothing. But them that have received, them that you fed, them that you gave your clothes to, them that's because of that you killed yourself or you bent yourself, they will receive something, but you will receive nothing. And it is... It is a very dangerous thing to do something and at the back of your mind, you think that what you are doing, the motive behind it is love. Because at the end of it, 
you will do it but you will profit nothing you will get nothing out of it and paul is saying that love 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 is the greatest so when we continue reading from verse 4 he explains to us what love is that love suffers long or love is patient and love is kind love does not envy love does not parade itself it does not boast and is not puffed up and does not behave rudely and does not seek its own is not provoked thinks no evil does not rejoice in iniquity but rejoices in the truth bears all things believes all things hopes all things endures all things love never fails but whether there are prophecies they will fail whether there are tongues they will cease whether there is knowledge it will vanish away for we know in part and we prophesy in part i will jump to verse 13 where he says that and now abide faith hope love these three but the greatest of these is love so now he has explained to us what love is love is kind love does not boast love does not envy love is gentle love is patient and love doesn't behave rudely and he's saying that it does not rejoice in iniquity it does not rejoice in sin it does not rejoice when things are wrong but love rejoices in the truth and that is what love is so now we have a better understanding of what love is it is patient it is kind and all those things but there is one thing else that we need to understand that even before paul told us what love is he made us understand he told us of instances in life when we see actions being performed by people but in all those actions when you dig deep and you descend and you are sensitive enough in the spirit you know that this action that is being performed by this person doesn't have love as its foundation so it's either the person is doing it for fame the person is doing it for people to see him the person is doing it just for doing sick but love isn't the motive behind what he or she is doing so when people lay down their lives when people feed the poor when people bestow their goods 
and we see all these things happening are we supposed to say that there is no love behind that because paul is saying that or because the scripture is saying that are we supposed to say that we don't believe in what you are saying because now we understand that you can be doing what you are doing but without love and in john chapter 15 verse 13 jesus made us understand what exactly love is and after making us understand the greatest of all the commandments which is embodied around love he says that greater love has no man than this so when the bible says that greater greater love has no man than this that this comes after he's now going to make us know what he's talking about what the greater love is so the bible says that greater love has no man than this that a man lay down his life for his friends so the man lays his life down for others to pick it up you don't lay down your life and then you pick it up yourself you don't lay down your life just for laying down sick but you lay down your life you live a legacy that people will enjoy people will benefit from people will remember you for doing that people will take advantage of that legacy that you left and jesus is saying that greater love has no man than this i've never seen a man who has more love than what i am about to tell you there is no other love that supersedes this love i am about to show you that a man lays down his life for his friends so you lay it down for your friend to pick it up you lay it down for people to pick it up and that is what john 3:16 helps us to know and helps us to understand when john 3:16 says that for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life he said that jesus my son the begotten he has laid down his life for others to pick that life up and to enjoy from that life that he laid down this is amazing this is amazing when jesus laid down his life he laid it down for us to pick we are the friends we are the ones enjoying this love the most because when he laid it down he didn't lay it down just for laying it down sick he didn't lay it down because he just felt like laying it down but for the purpose of love he laid down his life and the life that he laid down he laid it down for us to benefit from that life that is why in that life we have everlasting life in that life that he laid down we are not perishing in that life that we he has laid down we have life eternal so when you lay down your life 
you lay it down for others to pick it up that is what love is that is what love talks about people should be able to feel your impact people should be able to feel what you have done for them in life people should be able to look back and then say thank you for what you have done that is what love is that is what love talks about that is what love is all about so whether there are prophecies they will fail whether there are tongues they will cease whether there is knowledge it will vanish away because love will remain and love will always be there love will always be the foundation love is what we build on love is what we sleep in love is what we do our day-to-day activities in and from so when you go to first corinthians chapter 14 verse 1 the bible says that pursue love pursue love Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. So, back to cultivating the fruits of the Spirit through character. Where we spoke about the pomegranate and the gift. The fruit and the gift. Or the pomegranate and the bell. The clinging together to produce a pleasant sound that preserves now paul is saying in first corinthians chapter 14 verse 1 that pursue love and as i said earlier the order of what is in the bible the order of the words in the bible where he says that pursue love pursue love so before any other thing pursue love follow love love should be your goal before you pursue or before you desire any spiritual gift and when you pursue love and then you desire spiritual gifts and then you get the spiritual gifts together with the love and then you minister that sound that comes out through the cleansing or through the coming together of the spiritual gifts that you have desired and the love that you have pursued that sound is going to preserve your life is going to prolong your life is going to make your life a better life to be lived is going to make your life a life that will be laid down for others to pick it up for others to enjoy for others to benefit from that life just as our lord and savior did he laid down his life for us that is why he died over two thousand years ago and we are still here today benefiting from that life that he laid down we are still benefiting from that life that he laid down we are still getting eternal life everlasting life we are still getting that from the life that he laid down child of god I want you to know this at the back of your mind wherever that you go 
whatever that you desire from the Lord, whatever that you ask from God, please know and please remember that the greatest of it all, the greatest of it all, the thing that you can ask of the Lord without hesitation, every day that you wake up, while on your bed, while on your knees, while in the shower, while going to work, wherever that you find yourself in, always ask for love. Always pursue love. Follow it wherever that you are. Always yearn to love God more with everything that you have. Always yearn to love your neighbor as yourself with everything that you have. Always yearn to be at the side of love. And remember that the character that you possess is what will determine how far you will go in life and wherever that you find yourself in. In marriage, it is the character that you possess, how you respond to issues, how you respond to matters, how you respond to things that come in your life. It is very important. And if you have love and you have this fruit, when these things come into your life, you know that even when everything fades away, there will always be love. Even when everything is gone, prophecies fail, tongues cease, knowledge vanish, everything goes away. But love, which is the greatest gift of it all, will always be there. The foundation that any aspect of your life can be built on is love. And I urge you all, guard your heart with all diligence. Guard your heart with all diligence, with love. Guard your heart with love. Make sure that issues of life doesn't come out of it because with love, you are shielded. Guard your heart with all diligence because out of it comes out the issues of life. But with love, engulfing your heart you know that you are exempted from all these things that when even these things arise with love you overcome with love you get better and better and better with love you know how to handle issues properly know this and know that god loves you and he wants the best for you Have a blessed week. I love you. And God loves you so much. Until next time. Shalom.